You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, I want to give a big shout-out to y'all listening on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio. If you're watching on the YouTube live stream on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, it is a football Friday, and I am ready to cruise on into week five of the fantasy football season. We got a lot to get to on this episode. Episode. As usual, I got my man Chris Bavona, the manimal, with me on the ones and twos. We're keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. You already know the number to call is 844-843-6879. We're going to open the phone lines a little bit later on. I'm going to be here to help you win your leagues and win that cash. As always, we got a poll question up right now on Fridays. We usually talk about the home dogs, right? And I always say how much I love the home dogs. Remember, first of all, we're going to get to Tampa Bay and New England, the home dogs. Remember how I said that the line started at five and a half and the line then moved down to four? Boy, do they know some things in the desert because that's right where the margin of victory was for the New England Patriots as they win 19 to 14. So I hope you got that line early like your boy Speeds did uh, when you wanted, if you wanted the Bucks. Remember, Remember, everything pointed that way, but I also said weird things happen in Tampa, and the weird thing was Nicky Folk missing not one, not two, but I think three field goals. Um, they played well enough to win Tampa. This was supposed to be their home time, prime time game, coronation of that they have arrived. They played good enough to win, holding New England to only 19 points, but they still ultimately did not get the job done. And I was so, you know, all these people that we talk about, Throughout the week, you know, we were talking about Mike Gillisley. The question was, would he get his touchdown or not? I told you he'd run for like 40, 50 yards. The question was, would he get his touchdown or not? He didn't. There was like a drive at the end of the first half when they were giving him goal line work. And I was like, oh, this could be it. But he didn't. Did We were talking about, would Deshaun Jackson get his big play? He did. At the very end, had like a 50, 60-yard catch. That made his day look better. We were talking about making America braid again. Did he get his touchdown? He did. That's what made his day look good. And, of course, Jameis Winston also got himself his 300 yards against the New England Patriots, but it ultimately comes down to the fact that Nicky Folk is no longer the folk hero for the folks down in Tampa. Okay, what I'll also talk about in this game is there is someone who debuted yesterday for the Bucks, and he looked good, and in my opinion, he looks like a viable RB2 moving forward. You probably know who I'm talking about. We're going to teach you all how to Dougie when we get back. We're going to go into the poll about which home dogs do I think have the best chance, but there are aren't really many that many home dogs this week there is a couple of pickums on the board that we want to talk about and a couple of games where the line has been pulled because of injuries or new quarterbacks and stuff so we're going to get into those then we're going to get into your calls we're also going to talk dfs for week five with my boy the analyst chris ventra a little bit later on you know what it is we're dropping stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle with your boy speeds and spitting statistician right here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network let's go 
Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Puerto Rico, oh, you know what it is, this is a little 100% by Big Pun, dead in the middle of little, literally, little did we know very riddle to middle man who didn't do diddly, you know what it is, it's Speeds, the spitting statistician, right here dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle, and part of the reason I'm amped right now is because Greg Bird just hit a bomb and the Yankees extend their lead to 8-3 over the Cleveland Indians in Game 2 of the American League Division Series. The Yankees will not go quietly into the night like you may have thought after getting shut out in Game 1 and with uh, Corey Kluber on the mound. It matters not to the Bronx Bombers as Greg Bird goes yard, giving them a big-time cushion that game in the top of the fifth. Yankees up 8-3 against the Windians. You know what it is here on the Fantasy Freestyle. One of the things I've got to do is i got to tell you about these practice reports because this is the day when you really want to see people at least get back into action okay so first of all um, what we have here, people removed from the injury report. These guys, it looks like, are good to go. I'm talking Michael Crabtree with that chest injury. The only thing is, remember, he's got EJ Manuel throwing to him and a good defense coming to town in the Baltimore Ravens. Carlos Hyde is okay coming off the injury report. That hip issue doesn't seem to be that bad. I think that's a great play, by the way, this week because they face the Indianapolis Colts. Carlos Hyde makes up a significant share of the production for that team, so it's good that he's off the injury report. You can start him with confidence. Jay Ajayi as well looks ready to go with that knee injury. Better be because the Dolphins offense has not been doing much. Odell Beckham also removed from the injury report. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know I am so down on the drama queen that is Odell Beckham. Again, are you hurt? Or are you injured? If you're hurt, then grit and grind through it. If you're injured, stop the drama and just don't don't hurt your team anymore and just sit on the sideline with the kicking net, your homegirl, okay? All the... These guys were practicing. Jarek McKinnon was practicing. He's going to share the backfield in Minnesota now that Dalvin Cook is gone. He's going to share the backfield with Latavius Murray, but I believe it is McKinnon that is the preferred option because he's going to be the guy in that passing game regardless of who's quarterbacking for the Vikings on Monday night. Speaking of which, Sam Bradford is practicing, says he feels much better. We may in fact see Sam Bradford under center when it comes to uh, Monday Night Football, Bears and Vikings, and remember the debut of Mitchell Trubisky. Let's also talk about these are the guys that I think are going to be legitimate questionables, and a lot of them are on Green Bay. Devontae Adams still in the protocol. Doesn't look like he's going to go. Legitimate game-time decision. But the key one here is Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery got in limited work. He's going to be questionable for that big-time game against Dallas, and you probably want pieces of this Packers offense. This game has one of the highest totals on the board in 
may in fact have the highest total on the board now that Thursday night football is done. And so trying to get a read on this Packers situation is very important. I think Adams is going to be out. Ty Montgomery is a legitimate question mark. Remember, a lot of people were talking about Aaron Jones all week. I maintain that Aaron Jones was not worth your waiver priority or your fab budget. And the reason why is because it looks like Jamal Williams is going to be good to go. He's the guy who was the number two back on that depth chart going into last week when the infirmary report continued for the Green Bay Packers. Let's talk about Thursday night football. I told you, you know, Cameron Brait did get his touchdown. Mike Gillisley did not. Deshaun Jackson did get his big play, salvaging that debt game at the very end for your fantasy owners there. People like Danny Amendola slid right into that Julian Edelman role. He looked good. I believe it was eight catches for 77 yards. And and Chris Hogan is a real thing. Okay, Cooks, Hogan, and Amendola, they were able to piece it together along with James White in the wake of no Rob Gronkowski. But the guy I want to talk about real quick is Doug Martin. Doug Martin looked good. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me. Teach me how to Dougie. I believe if you drafted him in season-long leagues and you were waiting for him because of the suspension, oh, you are really happy about what you did. I believe he is an RB2 the the rest of the way forward, okay? I believe, I know he's one of the best nicknames out here, so everybody on Fantasy Freestyle that watches or listens, I think it's time, it's the end of Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz Rogers and his, uh, you know, startability or maybe even rosterability on fantasy football teams as long as Doug Martin is healthy. The muscle hamster is going to be an RB2 moving forward. He looked good. He looked electric. He looked like a great part of this Tampa Bay offense moving forward. Someone they could really use as Jameis continues his development. You know what we do also here on Fridays. On Fridays here on the Fantasy Freestyle, what we do is we talk about the home dogs. I got a poll question up there right now on Twitter. You could always follow me at Spittin' Speed. You could ask me questions. I always try to get back to people, and I know people are hollering at me on Twitter a lot, especially as it comes on Friday and over the weekend and on Sunday morning. Here's the thing. On Sunday morning, we are right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network on the YouTube stream, okay, and I'm doing lineup lock live from 9 a.m. Eastern all the way up to kickoff. Me, Maria Marino, Emery Hunt, the Fantasy Executive, Corey Parson. We got my man, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. We got DFS, Wiz, Tony Sincata. So the thing is, it's hard for me to host a show and respond to you on Twitter. What you could always do is holla at your boy at 844-843-6879. I got you, okay? Or hit me up on Twitter earlier on in the week. If you like what you're doing also, if you like what you're hearing out of Speeds and Spitting Statistician, hit like on the YouTube stream. Subscribe on iTunes. Write your boy a positive review. It helps out. But here are the uh, home dogs. We only got a couple. We got Houston only getting a point at uh, at home against Kansas City. That's a big-time matchup on Sunday night football. I actually think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to disguise things a little bit better than New England did with that what was the 32nd-ranked pass defense. In the league. I think Deshaun Watson is going to get a little confused, okay? I think they get some pressure on him. Also, remember, teams like the Patriots did not have actual just, you know, hardcore edge rushers. Now against Kansas City, we're talking about Justin Houston. 
We're talking about D. Ford, some other guys that could get pressure. I think the defensive coaches of Kansas City can scheme some things up also. I think they confused Deshaun Watson more than he has. And when you have a rookie quarterback, right, one of the things that happens is the league gets tape on you and the league makes adjustments. That is something that I expect the league to do over the next couple of weeks. The question is, can Deshaun Watson adjust back? I would temper my expectations a little bit. Hey, Bavona, I don't know if we have the drop, but I would go so far as to say that this week for week five, when you look a little bit closer into Deshaun Watson, we call him a fugazi, someone that you need to forget about for week five. And line up live, we do our diamonds in the rough and our fugazis. I'm going to tell you right now, one of my fugazis is going to be Deshaun Watson. I like the Kansas City Chiefs and what they are doing on offense a little bit better than the Houston Texans and what they are doing on offense. So Deshaun Watson is a week five fugazi. Forgot about him. He says it's a fugazi. What's a fugazi? What is a fugazi? Well, fugazi means uh, phony. I don't think he's going to be a phony for like the long term, but as the league starts to adjust to him, as they start to scheme different things, and, and instead of playing vanilla just straight up like kind of the Patriots do, I think, uh, listen, they're not putting up another 50 points. I think this is a different test for them on Sunday night football. There's also a couple of pick'ems. This week in week five for home teams. The Rams are pick them at home against Seattle, and the Browns are pick them at home against the Jets. Let's first talk about the Browns and the Jets. Listen, with teams like, you know, with these teams like the Jets and the Browns and the Bears and the Colts and the Jaguars, even, being at home versus being on the road is so important. Okay, and the Browns are a different team at home. Remember, they've been feisty at home so far, not so much on the road. The same thing with the Jets. When they're at home, they beat the Jags, they beat the Dolphins, and two teams that had tough spots on the road to go to the Jets. But the Jets, remember, at Buffalo and at Oakland did not look competitive. Okay, so I actually think the Cleveland Browns have a shot here to uh, get a win, their first win of the season. I think the Jets will look a lot different than in the last couple of weeks. I think. Think that the Browns are onto something with Duke Johnson over Isaiah Crowell. I don't think this is going to be a pretty game. I think it's going to be an ugly game. But in this pick'em matchup, give me the Browns at home. Also, give me the Rams at home. If you listen to the fantasy freestyle, you know that I have been early with it on the Los Angeles Rams. I believe in what McVeigh is doing with Jared Goff. I believe in the options on this Rams offense. They are having 35 and a half points a game, number one in. In the NFL. I believe the options for Goff on the outside has helped his development, but the option inside with Cooper Cup on the slot and Todd Gurley out of the backfield gives the Seattle defense more than just the Legion of Boom can handle on the outside. I think this is another Cooper Cup game. I think this is another Todd Gurley game. Todd Gurley is locked and loaded as a number one elite top five stud because of his work in the passing game. I like the Rams at home to get a little bit of a stranglehold, albeit early on, still in October, on the NFC West. So I like not the Houston Texans as a home dog. I think Casey goes in there and confuses Deshaun Watson. But I like the Rams at home against division rivals Seattle. They've always had their number. And I like the Browns at home in a pick matchup against the Jets. The Jets are not going to go on the road. We got a little bit more big pun. My man Chris Bavona told me there would be a theme. It could be the Boricua from the the Bronx, big pun, just like your boy spitting speeds, the spitting statistician. That's how we do it on a Friday, dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. We open up the phone lines to talk to you.
your boy, 844-843-6879. Come on right back for Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Oh, oh. What up, Dane? What's going on, Maria? Let me tell you something. You look excited. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen to live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. We're dropping stats over beats here on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. The phone lines are open at 844-843-6879. I see them starting to light up. We're going to get to your calls in a hot second. We also, as I've told you, we got this poll question up on Twitter. Always give me a follow at Spitting Speeds on Twitter. Tell a friend to tell a friend, whether it's, you know, giving me a review on iTunes, whether it's, you know, like subscribing on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, downloading the app. We love the support. I really appreciate it. The poll question up right now is which home dog do you like to win outright? In NFL Week 5, our options, like I described in the last segment, are the Houston Texans. They're getting the point hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Is it the Rams hosting the Seattle Seahawks at Pickham? Or is it the Cleveland Browns hosting the New York Jets? we got a really close poll right now. 37% of you take the Rams, think that the Rams may have the Seahawks' number, and think that there could be a changing of the guard in the NFC West. I also got my man Derek Vajinov out there on Twitter, at Big Vaj, saying, I can never get through on the phone with Dane, what's up with that? Well, the number to call is 844-843-6879, and it looks like we got room right now. It looks like I can help out some people. This is my favorite part of the show. We open up the phone lines to people dropping stats over beats, trying to help y'all out there. I appreciate it. Let's go. We got it right now. It is John in Carlisle. John, you're dropping stats over beats with the Spitting Statistician. How can I help you for week five? What's going on, Steve? Chilling. Hey, so I got a, so I got a trade question for you. Right. Tom Brady's tearing the hell out of me right now with that atrocious O line, him getting sacked what is it, sixteen times in five games now? Yeah, he has been getting some I'm more looking, pressure than usual. I'm trying to move him while the numbers are high and before he gets hurt. I'm looking at moving Brady, Beckham, and uh Nixon for Shady McCoy. Uh, Derek Carr to staff on my bench, and then Randall Cobb. No, I think that's crazy, John. I think that's crazy talk, John. I'm sorry, but thanks for the call. You do not move Tom Brady, who's like an absolute stud, going to get over 300 yards. I understand that there's a little bit more pressure on him than there has been in years past, but you can't go away from that offense. You know that offense is going to be there. And Odell Beckham for guys like McCoy, who I'm, I'm not too high on that Bills offense. And you talk about Randall Cobb. I don't think he can hold a candle to what ODB's doing. I'm sorry, John. I do not make that deal. Be happy you got Tom Brady and Odell Beckham. We keep moving on the fantasy freestyle next up is q q you're in south carolina dropping stats over beats and it sounds like we got some reggaeton beats today as a, yeah. on a reggaeton friday on the fantasy freestyle q what's going on how can i help you man hey man i got a i got an issue here i want to get some feedback on it what do you think about gilliam i got to put him in my flex because 
Uh, I got Ty Montgomery. And he's you talking about Wayne Gallman? Are you talking about Gallman on the Giants? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. I got to start him, man. I heard some good feedback. He's going to take the show because uh, Perkins is hurt or something. Perkins is Perkins is not a guy that excites me in New York. I, I mean, Gallman, I hope you have other options. I'm not that high on Gallman, okay? I don't invest in this running back situation with the Giants, okay? Paul Perkins hasn't been able to do it. Orleans Darkwa hasn't been able to do it. And neither really has Gallman. He looked decent, but behind that offensive line, I don't like that. Q, you got other options to put in there? No, nah, man, the waiver, well, I'm at a ten, team standard, and I mean, it's like a ghost town in there, man. I, I'm going to have to take another look, but this is all I can see. Do me the do me a favor. Hit me up on Twitter, okay? Tell me who's out there. Show me a picture, and I think there's probably op- options out there better than Gallman, to be quite honest. Um, you know, and hopefully, you mentioned you had Ty Montgomery. Maybe we get decent news on Ty, and if he starts for Green Bay, then you need to put him in your lineup. But hit me up on Twitter. I hope there's better options than Gallman. You said there's only a, it's a 10-team league, so I hope you got got some better options hit me up on twitter at spitting speeds i mean i hope you can go elsewhere than wayne gallman i don't expect him to really do anything big but if you got to go with him he might be the back in new york but i'm just not buying it behind that offensive line up next on the fantasy freestyle we got riley in arizona riley in arizona you got a flex question for week five as well let me try to help you out here going into week five get a w win your leagues and win that cash hey what's going on man how you doing trying to help out not too bad. Thanks for taking my call, man. I, I, I stacked Evans and Cooks this week, and that kind of screwed me. I ended up getting like 16 points between the two of them. Right. I also have T.Y. Hilton and Pierre Garcon stacked in my, my two bottom positions. It's like two flex positions. Okay. So I have Frank Gore and I have Latavius Murray. I was wondering maybe if I should not risk stacking Pierre Garcon and T.Y. Hilton against each other. Right. And maybe putting in Gore or uh, Latavius Murray for one of them. What Probably. I would do, I understand your concern about that San Fran indie game, and I wouldn't invest too heavily in the Colts, okay? But with the way I would do it, and thanks for the call, is that what I would do, Riley, is I would be okay with the wide receivers. I would keep the wide receivers in there, but I would go away from Gore, and I'd put Lat Murray in there. Lat Murray is as touchdown dependent as they come, but I think uh, you got a better option there of him scoring a touchdown on Monday night against the Bears. That's the way I would go if if you are concerned about having too many Colts or too many players from that Niners-Colts game, which I understand, but thanks for the call, Riley. We're going back out now to Steve in Massachusetts. Hey, Steve, friend of the show, man. How can we help out for week five? What's going on up there in, uh, in M.A.? Uh, it's not looking too good. Uh, Red Sox are down 2-0, man. <laughs> the Red Sox are down 2-0. If you listen to Fantasy Freestyle, you know my leaning, so I can't speak much on that. But, uh, yeah, Dallas Keuchel doing big things against you guys today. Oh, yeah, and you got Otuve yesterday, man, hitting three home runs. He sure yeah, did. He tough. sure did. Well, hopefully you could rebound with a win in Week 5 in Fantasy and help raise your spirits. Yeah. How can I help with that? Uh, I actually have a couple questions. Um First, uh, do uh, you think it'd be uh, good to trust uh, Joe Mixon this week because he, he, he's had he, he's having some pretty bad weeks? And I also picked up because the opponent that I'm facing he has uh, Devontae Adams. It sounds like he doesn't he's not playing. Right. So I picked up Geronimo Allison on him, and I was thinking maybe I could put, play Geronimo Allison in for uh, maybe Kelvin Benjamin because of the matchup or uh, Joe Mixon. And I also wanted to ask you uh, real quick, uh, Rob Kelly. Uh, he got dropped by an owner. He actually picked up Gallman uh, 
like I remember you told the caller like not to pick pick that guy up, Doc mm-hmm. Allman, but Rob Kelly's out there. I was just wondering if I should give him a look, and maybe I could drop somebody like Latavius Murray or something. Or you could give uh, like I just wanted to get your thoughts. Thanks for the call, Steve. I really appreciate it. You threw a lot out there. I'm going to try and answer as much as I can. Okay, you can give Rob Kelly a look, but listen, when you're at this part of your roster, the Rob Kellys, the Wayne Gallmans, these are guys you actually hope are never pressed into action for your squad. So I'm kind of indifferent on these guys. I think they're all in the same tier. If Gallman seizes the job in, in New York, you've got a little bit more of a shot with Gallman there. I don't think that's going to happen. And again, I am not investing in the New York Giants running back situation on the, with that offensive line. I think Eli Manning is going to throw the ball 45, 50 times moving forward. You asked about Joe Mixon, who is very, you know, mix on, mix off, um, as someone said to me on Twitter thing is, they're facing Buffalo, and Buffalo has looked really good. I do think they are trying to get Joe Mixon the ball, though, okay? With some of the other options you talked about, these are guys that are in timeshares and committees. At least with Mixon, it looks like he's gotten the ball 15, 20 times the last couple of weeks. He hasn't done much with it, but the skill is still there. If you're going down to guys like Rob Kelly or Gallman, then yes, I keep Mixon in the lineup because the opportunity and the touches will still be there. I do think he's going to get the ball 15, 20 times, so I'm okay with that. We go to Armando. Armando in San Diego. You're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. How can I help? You got a question about a Seattle Seahawk running back. Hey, what's up, Dan? How you doing, man? Appreciate you taking my call. Anytime, Armando. Uh, what's up? Thomas so, Rawls, huh? So, I got, yeah, man, I got a half-point PPR 12-man league, so it's pretty deep. And uh, I'm scratching at 2-2 two and two right now. I have Mark Ingram, Devontae Freeman, and Tevin Coleman all on buys this week. So yeah. I have to start Amir Abdullah. And I'm looking at Aaron Jones or Thomas Rawls or maybe possibly making a trade, trading away Crabtree for uh, Marshawn Lynch. No, so don't do that, Armando. Don't do that, Armando. Keep Crabtree. Keep tr- Crabtree. And because it's these guys that are on the bye, the, Aaron, the, the Ingrams, the Freemans of the world, this is only a one-week situation. You are lucky in this one-week situation, in my opinion, to have Thomas Rawls. I think Thomas Rawls is actually going to be serviceable this week because there's no Carson, okay, and they don't believe in Eddie Lacy. I think Thomas Rawls is actually the lead back. I know it's not pretty, but don't go ahead and make a trade or anything like that. And I like Rawls far better this week than Aaron Jones on Green Bay. Because it is a one-week situation, I think Thomas Rawls is actually okay for you this week. I think he's going to be the guy who gets the most opportunity with Seattle. I think he could be a sneaky diamond in the rough, Armando. We got time for one or two more calls. We got Kyle out there in Houston. Kyle, we're up against it. You got a trade question? Uh, fire it at me. Yes, sir. So I just made a trade and, and landed uh, Mike Evans and uh, Drew Brees okay. for uh, Michael Thomas and Delaney Walker. Love it. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it, Kyle. Uh, Evans is better than Thomas, and Drew Brees is a week-in, week-out stud. Um, so I absolutely love that trade. I'm not too high on Delaney Walker, especially if Marcus Mariota is injured. So I love that trade, Kyle. we got time for one more. Kobe in Texas, real quick. We're up against the break. Uh, holler at me. you got a question about some running backs going Monday night. Hit me up. Uh, yeah, man, I am kind of. I was one of the ones that suffered with that Dell Cook injury. Yep. And uh, I mean, I mean, I got a good flex in Doug Baldwin. I started. Uh, I got Diggs at wide receiver one. Hogan dominated at wide receiver two. I'm gonna rock uh, Baldwin, Doug Baldwin, so Jane injured. So that looks flex, good. What's your question in the flex? Uh, yeah, man, I need Tariq Cohen, Latavius Murray. I mean. 
I'm going to go with Tariq Cohen, okay? I think Mitch Trubisky on Monday night is going to move the pocket a little bit more, and I think he's going to be able to keep some plays alive. I would rather the big play potential of Tariq Cohen over Lat Murray, who I think is just a guy, and I think Jarek McKinnon is going to actually outdo him in Minnesota uh, for the Vikings on Monday night, okay? When we come back, we're going to get my DFS lineup. We're going to be joined by my man Chris Ventra, the analyst as well. We got time for one more call, though. When we come back, I see you, Daniel, and Kevin. Okay, he dropped. All right, it's no problem. We're going to go DFS with my man, the analyst, Chris Ventra, and this is your boy, Speeds, the spitting statistician. I got a lot of guys in one game. We're going to talk about it when we come back, dropping stats over beats. It's a fantasy freestyle DFS week five lineups with your boy, Speeds. Come on right back. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. We're holding you down Football Friday, getting ready for week five of the NFL season. We're going to start talking DFS real quick right now here. And we got my man Chris Ventra. He helps us out downstairs in the production truck over there. He's got his own podcast, The Analyst. It's your boy. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Feeling it's good? Boy. Feeling good for week five? What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm doing good, I'm especially ready. after the bomb Greg Bird hit off of uh, Kluber as the Yankees look to uh, take oh, a lead yeah. and take game two and even up that series. Huh, Chris? Oh, I'm watching it right now. It was great. Where you gave up six runs. They pulled them in the 30 at seven, over 70 pitches. Amazing. We like that. We like that. Well, we also win. like, well, it's not a win just yet. Let's slow down and pump the brakes yes, right yes. there, Chris. Come on three. now. I'm sorry. We I'm know anything can tight. happen in the game of baseball. But let's look at DFS where also anything can happen, including we can get some people some cash right here. Let's talk about uh, our lineups. What I want to do is first talk about my quarterback. And I'm going all the way up to the top of the price chart, Chris, because in a in a week where we got buys and there's no Drew Brees, there's no Matt Ryan, Tom Brady has already played on Thursday night. I look at what matchup has the highest total on the board, and it's that Green Bay-Dallas game in the mid-50s. I look at the way Aaron Rodgers puts the ball up. I look at the concerns around the running back position in Green Bay these days, and I think mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is going to be very productive, so I am paying up all the way on FanDuel at least at 9500 Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. What say you, Chris? I was going to say the same exact thing. No Matt Ryan, no Drew Brees, no Kirk Cousins. Nobody good really in this slate. I mean, I feel like he's by far the best one, and I paid for him. I do the same thing. All right, so we're on the same page, and I will say this. I was also, uh, Chris, this might make you feel good. We were on Lineup Lock Live. Tony Sincato also has Aaron Rodgers, and the People's Lineup also has Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people seem to be paying for the stability and the chalk this week. Week 5, remember, guys on buys as well. I will throw out a couple of other names. These volume throwers, okay, that are at the mid-level. I'm talking about guys like Phillip Rivers. I'm talking about guys like Eli Manning. And don't sleep on a guy like Carson Palmer as well. 
well. I don't think that their quarterbacks are doing good for their real teams. I think all three of those games are uh, not necessarily teams that are going to be dynamic, but they're going to be a lot of attempts, and that's what you want in daily fantasy. Let's go down to the running backs real quick, Chris. Let me give you my running backs. I am also paying up for my RB1. I'm going with Le'Veon Bell. I'm going Le'Veon Bell at 9,500 as well because I think these Jacksonville Jaguars have looked good against the pass, getting pressure on quarterbacks, and with the cornerbacks out there, A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey, they have not, however, done well against the run. The Jacksonville Jaguars are first against the pass and 32nd against the run so far this NFL season. I also like the fact that Le'Veon Bell had like 35 carries last week. I think he's rounding into form. I like the matchup. I think Pittsburgh is going to try to win this one on the patient eyes and legs on Le'Veon Bell. He's my RB1. But now that I got Aaron Rodgers and Le'Veon Bell and I paid up for them, I got to go all the way down. So remember I talked about Carson Palmer, how Mm -hmm. he's going to throw the ball a lot. And I think the only running back really for Arizona that is doing anything is Andre Ellington. He's in my lineup at 5,400. I like the work that I think he's going to do in the passing game. And in this half-point PPR format, I like him even better on DraftKings at full-point PPR. But I think Andre Ellington can get some production, especially garbage time, as Carson Palmer dumps it down to his back. So give me Le'Veon Bell at 95 and Andre Ellington at 54. Those are my running backs. What say you, Chris, running backs for Week 5? I got you. Uh, I like that. And um, you're talking about the DVOA rankings, right? The yeah. First against the pass. Yep. 30, yeah, I was looking at that too. Uh, a bunch of my lineups have Bell too, but in this one, since I paid for Rodgers, I instead went a little bit towards the middle of the road. I took Gurley and Lamar Miller. Yeah, Gurley. Because I was looking at those same DVOA rankings. Absolutely. Yeah. And Gurley, listen, Gurley has been a stud. I believe he's the number one running back in all of fantasy out this side of Kareem Hunt. And you can get him at 7800 <laughs> yeah. almost $2,000 cheaper than Le'Veon Bell. So if you want to go down, and Todd Gurley's been doing work in the passing game as well, right, Chris? Right, exactly. He's been basically the focal point of that offense. That offense has been growing. They've been scoring tons of points. And, um, you know, I like the matchup. Seattle's 30th against the run in DVOA and 10th against the pass. I feel like they're going to have to really ground and pound it to get a win this week at home against those Seahawks. Fair enough. So you got, uh, you got Todd Gurley. Who's your second running back this week? Lamar Miller. Same reason. Kansas City, 9th against the pass, 25th against the run. So I'm hoping they're also going to pound. And Lamar Miller looked great last week. I think he's coming along. I really like Lamar Miller. I've always did. I always did, though. All right. I so know you're not the biggest fan. But. Well, I think Dante Foreman is going to cut into that work share, but I like where you're going. Look, looking at target defenses that are strong against the pass and not so much against the run, that could impact the game mm-hmm. plan on Sunday night football. Check out Lamar Miller there on Sunday night football. All right, let's look at the wide receivers. Hey, yo, Chris, I told you how much I like Aaron Rodgers. I told you how much I like the Packers pass game against Dallas this week mm-hmm. because of the Dallas secondary. Check this out. I'm going Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb in my lineups, okay? I got Jordy Nelson <laughs> at 8,600 and Randall Cobb at 6,600. I think Jordy Nelson gets a touchdown, and I think Randall Cobb gets a lot of these uh, short crossing routes and slot routes this week. I think they're both going to be um, valuable. I think they're both going to be productive. I think the Green Bay Packers put up 35, 37 points against Dallas, and it's going to be a back-and-forth kind of game, so give me all of that production. That's why 
why the total is so high in this game that week this week. So give me Nelson and Cobb. I'm going with a super stack of the Green Bay Packers this week. I like Green Bay offense big time in the passing game. And big for my time. third wide receiver, I'm saying at that same price that I got Randall Cobb at at 6600. Give me Jarvis Landry on on the Miami Dolphins against the Tennessee Titans. This Tennessee Titans back end has been attacked. Look at what uh, the Titan. Uh, look at what the uh, Texans did against them. They've had this issue for a while. This is also. It sounds crazy because it's week five. This is also the uh, home opener. For the Miami Dolphins, remember they had the Hurricane, they had a London game. This is the first time they are playing in front of their home fans in South Florida. I like that matchup. I like the talent in this PPR format. I think Landry is going to get a lot of targets, a lot of catches. So give me Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, and Jarvis Landry. I'm going super Packers stack this week, week five of DFS. Where are you going at wide receiver, Chris? I love it. It's really, really funny that you did that because I did basically the same exact thing except I got Parker instead of Jarvis Landry. He's cheaper. He's 6,100, and I think he's got the higher upside. I like going high upside in the big 20s. You know, I, he, you know, he's been targeting Parker a lot. He's been consistent with his catches and targets, even when they scored zero points, I think it was last week. And, um, you know, I, I think he's the higher upside for a touchdown as well over Landry because he's just a bigger receiver. So, wait a second. Target, you're, going, you know? you're going Nelson and Cobb as well? Yep. Absolutely. Oh, we got we got a norm on this before you come on. Like what? Are, I, 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 like I'm bringing you on to talk. You know, other options. We're just going the same way. I'm trying to give people options here, but you, we're going. All, we're going all the same. That means, to be honest, Chris, I got to tell you something. On Monday, we're either going to both be really happy, or we're going to both be having to explain what went wrong. You're back uh, producing <laughs> fantasy freestyle on Monday. Is that correct? Yes, Okay, so here's the deal. If these lineups don't hit, if we don't do well here in week five, I need you on with me on Monday helping to make, you know, excuses of why if we don't cash, okay? Yeah, I got one right now already. How about we just told everybody to take these guys, and now they're going to be high-owned. I know. So if they're high-owned, they don't hit four times their value. I know, I know, I know. We, we we lose something there. Well, let me let me ask you. I don't know if we're on the same. I don't think we could be on the same tight end. Although I needed to, uh, I needed a punt play at tight end because I had Nelson, I had Bell, I had Aaron Rodgers, and it looks like we're spending right. about the same amount of money. So I hope you didn't go down as far as me. Hey, Chris, I went all the way down to forty five hundred dollars at tight end. Yeah, you had to though because I was about to say, how did you? How did you spend all this money? Yeah. And then I realized you had Ellington, who was really cheap. Yeah, like, Ellington Bell, at, at running back. Ellington, I think, is going to be a value at 5400 And I'm going with Houston Texans tight end Ryan Griffin at 4500 okay? I like that Deshaun Watson has been, you know, able to throw the ball, extending plays. I like Ryan Griffin. I like the skill that he brings. And outside of DeAndre Hopkins, I think Griffin can get a little bit of work. And I needed, I needed you know, I needed to spend – uh, I need to go cheap here. So I, I found Ryan Griffin, who I actually think is the starting tight end out there. I think he can get some work. He's got great hands. I'm going Griffin at 4,500. Mm-hmm. Where are you going for tight end? I like that punt play. I'm going a little more balanced, a little higher up, because I didn't spend as much as you on the running back. Fair. So I got Austin Safarian Jenkins. I really like them this week against Cleveland. I think the Jets are going to put up some points. And I... Cleveland, I looked at their DVO. They're sixth, I believe, against the run and 28th against the pass, I believe okay. it was. I, I checked before. Fair yeah, enough. No, 30th against the pass, yeah. All right. So 
I took Safarian Jenkins. I think he's the best red zone target on that team by far. Yeah, you know? I understand what you're saying. He's been getting consistent targets, the red zone and the tight end. And also when you have a guy like Josh McCown, you know he's going to dump it down a little. We're up against it, Chris. Real quick, give me your defense that you're going with this week. I'm going Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati, 4,600, middle of the pack, because um, I wasn't able to really spend much more. And I think that defense is going to continue to stay consistent and keep making plays. I mean, they look like one of the better, more consistent Ds uh, overall so far, both pass and run defense. Absolutely, Chris. You're absolutely right. They are the number one scoring defense in all of the NFL. Only 54 points given up across the first four games, and they have Cincinnati on the docket this week. Thanks a lot, Chris, for your lineup. I hope uh, people are listening. Hopefully they can win a little bit of cash. And on Monday, if I need your help to defend it, we're going to have you right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Thanks for uh, spending a couple minutes with us, Chris. Of course. Thanks, Dane. I fair, appreciate it. Fair it's enough. Fitting. Have a good weekend. Let's all uh, let's all get that cash. I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams defense at 4,800. I think Aaron Rodgers could do damage against that offensive line. Remember, the Seahawks also lost Chris Carson, and their running game hasn't been doing much, although I expect uh, Thomas Rawls to be decent. I think that causes problems. I think the Rams make some plays as they look to take supremacy in the NFC West. When we come back, I tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle and the week in general. It's your boy, Speed. It's Fitting statistician right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. Doug Martin looked good. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me. Teach me how to Dougie. If you drafted him in season-long leagues and you were waiting for him because of the suspension, oh, you are really happy about what you did. I believe he is an RB2 rest of the way forward, okay? I know he's one of the best nicknames out here, so everybody on Fantasy Freestyle that watches or listens, I think it's time. It's the end of Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz, Rogers. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A little despacito to bring you back on the Fantasy Freestyle. Big shout out always uh, to everybody who's dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Maria out there, including, you know, people in my family out there in the mountains in Ibonito. Uh, hopefully everybody gets the help that they need. Um, big shout out here from your boy Spittin' Speeds at the Fantasy Freestyle and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And let me tell you something. Chris Ventra, who just was on in the last DFS segment, I think he might have jinxed it because right now the Cleveland Indians are on their way back. It's now 8-7 in the sixth inning. It was like 8-3 when I started interviewing him. Called it a win a little bit prematurely. 8-7 Yanks in the bottom of the sixth in Game 2 of the American League Division Series over there. Houston Astros did go up 2 nothing on the Boston Red Sox. One thing I got to tell you guys is if you already know because you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know what we're doing is we're partnering with um, DKMS. There's no shortages of um, ways to help these days, whether it's the earthquakes, whether it's um, shootings, whether it's hurricanes, whether it's disease. There's so much very trying times out there. in addition to like the self-inflicted wounds that we're doing as a country. But that, I digress. What we can also do, though, is go on over to DailyRoto.com, go on over to RotoExperts.com slash DKMS, okay? And you could help us uh, help fight blood cancer, maybe be a match for someone who is struggling with this disease. You could be a blood donor. You could be a bone marrow donor. You could also win tickets to Super Bowl 52 out there in Minnesota. Go on over to RotoExperts.com or DailyRoto.com slash DKMS, and you could find out more free fantasy uh, football DFS contests every week. 
week of the football season. I had a poll question up here on Twitter asking which home dog or pick them do you like to win outright? 39% of you think that the Rams have a chance to uh, take a stranglehold on the NFC West early on in the season in their matchup at home against the Seattle Seahawks. 32% of you say the Browns against the Jets and 29% of you say that the Houston Texans keep it going as they host the undefeated Patriots. Clinton Clayton Trahan says wants to go Cleveland, but the Jets haven't seen enough from them yet. Take the L.A. Rams. We got some other people taking L.A. A lot of people like the Rams, like Jared Goff, like what Sean McVay has done. What I also want to tell you about here is uh, if you're on Sundays, what you need to do on Sundays, don't hit me up on Twitter on Sunday. It's tough. What you need to do is uh, tune in to Lineup Lock Live, the Sunday edition. We're on here, hosted by your boy, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, 9 a.m. Eastern, all the way to kickoff, 1 o'clock on the East Coast. It's me, Emery Hunt, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. We got Maria Marino holding us down. We answer your questions on the YouTube stream. We answer your questions at 844-843-6879. It's just hard for me to check Twitter right then and there when I'm hosting the show. Okay, I got I go offline a little bit over the weekend. I'm trying to enjoy myself. But at the same time, if you call in at 844-843-6879, we will take good care of you. Remember, lineup lock live Sundays, 9 a.m. to kickoff Eastern time real early on the West Coast. But we have had people on the West Coast in what's like 637 a.m. West Coast time really uh, trying to help them out win their leagues and win that cash. Again, that is Sunday lineup lock live. Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got the YouTube stream going as well. Thanks to everybody who called. Remember, I am not on these one-hit wonders, these these Wayne Gallmans of the world, these Aaron Joneses of the world. Save your waiver priority if need be going into next week because someone else is going to get hurt. You saw what happened at the quarterback position just last week. Okay, You saw what happened to Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota. I hate to say it, but eventually it could be someone on your team. So save that so you can snatch who you really need when you are besieged by injury it is a war of attrition in fantasy football as you know will it be Dalvin Cook will it be Derek Carr who's it going to be here's to hoping that it is no one on your team but come on back next week we'll get you ready for week six we'll hold ourselves accountable and we'll continue to help you out and we'll continue to drop stats over beats it's a fantasy freestyle right here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network big shout out to everybody who downloads iHeartRadio TuneIn Radio hit me on Twitter at speeds. I'll try to help you out. Get your win. Yo, happy weekend to everybody. I'm out. I'll see y'all on Monday. Peace.